the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. Wow, it's that time again. Hope you had a good weekend. I told you, life goes by by the week. And every time I tell that to people, they go, yeah, that's a good point. That's right. Days feel like days. Months feel like months. Years feel like years. But the week, whoo, zooms by. I have more to talk to you about than, than I could possibly handle in one show. So I want to talk for a moment about the the terror attack. I think it was a terror attack. Would you agree? Yeah. In Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm I'm surmising now, but I don't. I very rarely surmise. I, I I'm known for waiting, and, and people sometimes want comments from me immediately, and I have to wait till the facts are in. Well, let let me put a big if 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 everything that has been reported is accurate, that a a black lifelong criminal decided to murder as many uh, people as possible. I presume all or nearly all were white, and that it happened in Wisconsin the week after Kyle, uh, what's, his, what's his last name? Rittenhouse. Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse was declared not guilty. Just days. Just days, yeah, days after. Uh, I, I think it's fair to say that we have here uh, a case of a desire to murder people because he, he was a, a, a terrible human being to begin with and uh, was taught by the black and white left to hate whites. If you deny that, you're, you're lying to yourself, and, and I have no, uh, no possible way to handle that. That is one, uh, that is one form of, <laughs> of pathology that I cannot deal with. If you lie to yourself, I have no hope. You can't say whites are racist, all whites are racist, which is what every one of your kids is taught at 99% of the universities that uh, your kids might attend. Uh, All whites are racist. The country is systemically racist. Black men are in jail for no good reason. And that it not affect a certain percentage of blacks who will then have such anger at whites as to desire to harm them. And after the lying about Kyle Rittenhouse for a week, Excuse me, for months. Or no, not months, really. Two weeks. How how long was the trial? The trial was... uh, You mean they lied before that? Yeah. Yeah, okay, fine. So since last summer, what was said about Kyle Rittenhouse uh, added to all whites are racist, you don't think that there's going to be a percentage, small percentage, obviously, tiny percentage, but a certain number of blacks who will want to hurt, even kill a white policeman, or any policeman for that matter, as happened, where was it, in Dallas, the massacre of, uh, of policemen, uh, and, uh, and now uh, the, the massacre of men, women, and children in, uh, in Wisconsin. Uh, 
The man should have been in jail in any event. But, uh, you know, we don't, what are we, what is it, the pipeline that they say? Prison pipeline. Yeah, the prison pipeline. But what is it from what to prison? High school to prison. High school to prison. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the behavior of the people in prison. It has to do with the white racist society. Really, I'd like to know if you tell all black Americans whites hate you, this country is dead set against you to harm you, why wouldn't a certain number want to hurt whites? Right? And certainly, if the message gets out that you it's okay for a black to loot. Now, I don't know the color of the looters in, uh, in at Nordstrom. Do you know that? Not for sure. No, I mean, they wore ski masks. I mean, I, 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 and many wore gloves, so I, I, I couldn't tell the color. But the, the, the mob th- thieves have generally been blacks. And they have been told as well by society, it's okay to do this. NPR had an hour interview last year with a woman who wrote in defense of looting in defense of looting that's what they did right the 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 only uh, poor people in history to steal who had their car waiting for them (laughs) did you notice that most of them were were very new cars I looked at the cars (laughs) these poor things that's where you go when you're impoverished. Nordstrom, right? Or what was the even more fancier place? Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> this is all a product of the left. All. They can say what they want and they never bear consequences for it. Donald Trump is 100% blamed for January 6th, even though he said, go peacefully. To the Capitol. He's 100% blamed. But there is no blame on the left for what happened in Wisconsin, what happened in Dallas with the police murdered, or what happens in, in, in the mob stealing, or the, or the single person stealing, the individual stealing. Well, it came to the suburbs of San Francisco. What would it take? On a, this, is, this is not a rhetorical question. I'd like to have an answer. There may not be an answer. What would it take for the idiots of San Francisco, the idiot Democrats, the idiots who vote Democrat, and you have to be an idiot to vote Democrat in San Francisco or almost anywhere else. You can be a nice person, a fine human being, a wonderful father, a wonderful mother, but in terms of society, you're an idiot. The human being is complex. I recognize that. You're You're not a... A, an all-life idiot. You're an idiot with regard to America. Okay? I, I acknowledge you could be a terrific human being. I'm not being cute. I know such people. That terrific human beings who are idiots with regard to America and all social issues. What would it take those idiot voters in San Francisco to stop voting Democrat? I don't think anything. I, I truly, when you are a true believer You are a true believer. You're prepared. I believe Democrats are prepared to die for their faith. 
Yes, they they uh, the rich ones certainly live behind gated, in gated communities behind gates. Nevertheless, it may come to them. It's not hard to smash through a gate. I do wonder what it would take in San Francisco. There's a massive amount of information on the COVID front. It appears now that the vaccination has a very short half-life. It just does. But By the way, it should never have been called a vaccination because vaccinations endure. This endures about six months. Now, that may I don't deny that that was good for a lot of people for six months. But that's not what we were promised, right? Will, at some point, will a booster be necessary to have a, a health pass? I don't know the answer to that, but I can't, I can't imagine why it wouldn't. If the vaccine works in fewer than half the cases, as I think is true in, in Moderna, that it, it stops, it simply stops functioning... Uh, I think it was 47% uh, 47% of the people, then why will a booster not be necessary? Will you need a booster six months later? I'd like to go on record once again saying I believe the medical community is responsible directly for the deaths of at least 100,000 Americans because they, they suppressed use of of therapeutics, hydroxychloroquine and zinc, and ivermectin. The doctors who use them have spectacular results, but doctors are against it because most doctors, like every other group of human beings, are sheep. And, uh, oh, there's no blind study. Oh, there's no peer-reviewed study. Oh, so you're going to deprive your patients of a completely innocuous drug? because you don't have a double-blind study? Since when? Pharmacies will not fill prescriptions of doctors? That's new in America. The lack of acceptance of therapeutics as opposed to the vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccine will go down as, as a... Uh, a diabolical sin on the part of the medical community. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800 500 800-500-8384. 
mentioned by the way thanksgiving's four days away christmas is around the corner i'm kicking off my annual campaign to help boys and girls who have a mom or a dad in prison they can help them experience the joy of christmas through the prison fellowships angel tree campaign every christmas i do this go to dennisprager.com and click on the angel tree banner 25 dollars to help one child Okay, this is very powerful stuff. Uh, it's beautiful to give charity. I use a, uh, for my Bible commentary, I use a free commentary-based Hebrew and English Bible called Sepharia. So I, I, I feel guilty using anything and not paying for it. I sent them $500 yesterday. And you know it's coming near the end of the year, so I think about what have I given in charity. I feel an obligation to, even though I pay so much in taxes, much of which can be considered charity. That's another another issue. Anyway, click on the banner for the uh, this campaign for Angel Tree. It's very rare that I call a human being bad. LeBron James is a bad man. So I don't know if he, if he, it was negligence or whatever. He was thrown out of a game after elbowing one of the. Did you see this? A Detroit Pistons player, Isaiah Stewart, and the guy was all bloody. Twenty man brawl on the court. What he said about Kyle Rittenhouse just as it was so. He mocks his tears. He's never said a word about China. The guy is in the realm of of being whorish. What a what a. See, this is an interesting question. I live in L.A. A lot of a lot of Laker fans here. See, I'm I have always been stuck in life. I think morally. Before anything else, I think about right and wrong. I couldn't root for the Lakers with LeBron James on the team. I just couldn't. So I'd like to, I, and I feel bad for Laker fans. I feel feel bad for any fans. I mean, how, how could you be a fan uh, of a team that has uh, BLM on its uh, on, on any of its uniforms? Members of a team that wouldn't stand for the American flag. Well, sports has been ruined. I know a lot of people who are lifelong football fans who've lost interest, lifelong basketball, lifelong baseball. My producer knew every single player. This is an old game we used to play every uh, every March. He was uh, one of the uh, heads. Did you help found that baseball fantasy league? Well, the league that I was in, I did. Yeah, the league you were in. It was one of the first leagues and it was one of the first leagues in the country, really. I didn't know that. So I, as a joke, I'd go, okay, who's a third base on the Royals? He'd think, and then he'd tell me, Goldberg. Every year it was Goldberg on third base. It was an amazing team. Anyway, he would know all the players, and he would do very well for, first of all, I feel terrible for Allen that, that he's lost interest in baseball. I feel terrible for the country 
that baseball became whores, cowards. Actually, I won't call them whores. I, 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 I'm not joking. I take that back, and this is going to sound like a joke. I don't mean it that way. I actually have much more respect for prostitutes than I do for Major League Baseball or the NBA or the NFL. So I won't use that word anymore. Okay, here. I uh, I think I should start the uh, the article. My friends, I read a piece. Where was it? American Greatness? Let's see, where was it? Yeah, American Greatness. I would say that this piece is one of the five most powerful pieces I've read this year. It's near the end of the year, so that's saying something. Bruce Bauer, tell me a little bit about Bruce Bauer, B-A-W-E-R. We've had him on the show. Where Do you know where he's based or anything? I believe he's based in Norway. Based in Norway, but he's an American living yeah. in Norway? Yeah. Interesting. I need to have him on again. Yeah. I, I, we're putting this piece up. You should read it to your children. You should read it to your friends. It should be read aloud. Kyle Rittenhouse is America. That is the title. If you've had any ambivalence with regard to Kyle Rittenhouse because of the mass media attacks on him, which are very analogous to the attacks on that uh, Catholic kid, Nicholas Sandman, this will clarify things. I've spent a lot of time lately watching the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse and reading comments about it from people who obviously haven't been watching it. They don't think they need to watch it because they're getting reports about it from the corporate news. What they've learned from these reports, briefly put, is that Rittenhouse is a white supremacist who, desperate to take innocent lives, transported a deadly weapon across state lines to a city he had no business being in and ended up shooting three black people in cold blood. <laughs> yep. that That's what a lot of people think. Talking about what a lot of people think, I'm going to continue with the, with the piece. Ask anyone you know on the left, how many unarmed blacks a year do you think the police kill? Very important to ask them that. Very important. You will see the state of lies in which they live. The Dennis Prager Show. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. 
Mick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal. Up to 600,000 ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager. In the the interests of the first order of business in the show, Truth, it is reported that the driver was in Wisconsin was fleeing police. And that is said, said as therefore he had, there was not a deliberate killing of all these people driving into people like that. Okay. So I don't know if that ends the, the issue or not. I can only say that the number of people fleeing police in, in the course of a year in the United States is very high. And I don't recall this ever happening, where men, women, and children were mowed down. So, at the very least, it's callous indifference, which everybody would agree, obviously. Was there an element of, these people have it coming to them anyway? We'll never know. So it may well be that it is a coincidence that it happened days after the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, that the man is a a big fan of Black Lives Matter and subscribes to the theory that all whites are scum. So it might just be a coincidence. I I acknowledge that. Let me continue with Bruce Bauer's piece. Those of us who watch the trial have a different set of facts. Oh, excuse me. Uh, He's quoting the people who dismissed Kyle Rittenhouse. There is proof he is part of a right-wing extremist group and wanted to go kill people and not protect places, someone close to me asserted on social media. Rittenhouse's mother, quote, drove him across state lines so he could join a militia group of vigilantes, unquote, and so on, all apparently based on news stories in the mainstream media. Those of us who've watched the trial have a different set of facts. This is a young man who worked in Kenosha, and lived just outside of it. It was his town, that is Kenosha, in the way that New York is your town if you live in Hoboken and commute across the river. There's no evidence he belonged to a militia, a vigilante group, or any kind of right-wing organization. He went into Kenosha in the middle of a summer of hate because he wanted to help protect people and property from the real extremists, the real makers of mayhem. His gun was already there. He had every right to own it and carry it. Meanwhile, all over the country, spoiled, I love this, spoiled, irresponsible, psychopathic young people were committing every imaginable variety of crime, acts of assault and battery, vandalism and arson. Homes and businesses were being wantonly destroyed. And it was all being done in the name of a big lie a point that cannot be made too often, namely that harmless black people were being murdered in massive numbers 
by racist police officers. In Kenosha, the crime that Antifa and Black Lives Matter rioters were supposedly reacting to was the shooting of Jacob Blake. On August 23rd of last year, Blake's ex-girlfriend, who had taken out a restraining order on him after he'd sexually assaulted her multiple times, called 911 to report that Blake, who had a warrant out for his arrest, had assaulted her again. When the police arrived, they found him in his car with three of his six young children, whom he'd taken from his ex's home. The police tried to arrest him, but he resisted violently. They drew their guns, but instead of cooperating with them, he stepped out of the car, walked around it, and reached into a car window, apparently for the knife that was later found there. When one of the officers shouted, Drop the knife! Blake continued to resist, whereupon the officer shot him. He survived, but was left partially paralyzed from the waist down. That's the Blake story that all this rioting in Kenosha was about. For a week, Kenosha was engulfed in riots sparked by the Blake shooting. Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers, instead of standing up for law and order, sent a pathetically small contingent of National Guard members to Kenosha and meanwhile parroted the BLM line that Blake was a martyr that the cop who shot him was guilty of police brutality and that the rioters were justified in their rage. The corporate media, too, parroted this line, and millions of Americans believed it. I will continue with the Rittenhouse piece on why Rittenhouse is a good young man and those who hate him or not. You can jump into this hot real estate market even without cash flow using your IRA to fund your real estate investment. Ursup can make it happen in just a couple of weeks. A few years later, you put the funds back and have the corporation carry on by itself. It's safe, legal, and IRS approved. Call Steve Cooper and his team at Ursup Entrepreneur Rollover Stock Ownership Plan. Call 866-MY-URSUP or go to ursup.com. I I read a lot of great articles a year, but none were greater than Bruce Bauer's piece on Kyle Rittenhouse. Many of those who've condemned the prosecution of Rittenhouse have nonetheless qualified their remarks by adding, well, of course he had no business being there. How ridiculous. Some of them say, for it, How ridiculous, some of them say, for a 17-year-old child to interfere in such a situation. Now, Bauer's Bruce, B-A-W-E-R, Bruce Bauer's response. What's Bruce Bauer's book? Look it up, because there's a bunch of books. Oh, man. Do they forget that 17-year-olds can enlist in the U.S. military? that we've sent teenagers to fight on our behalf in highly dangerous places on the other side of the globe? Why then is it so outrageous for Rittenhouse to have tried to defend his city from an army of savages bent on destruction? For that line alone, but there are other winners. Again, why is it so outrageous 
for Rittenhouse to have tried to defend his city from an army of savages bent on destruction. When I was a kid, we'd have to write essays in school about leadership and citizenship and responsibility. Back then, they wanted, he puts that in italics, they wanted us to grow up to be responsible citizens. They wanted us to lead. That's what Rittenhouse was doing. Somewhere, somehow, he picked up those old values. Brought up by a single mother who worked as a nurse, Rittenhouse could have claimed victim status. Instead, he strove to be a good citizen. He is America. Or he's what America, or at least middle America, was back in the days before David Letterman-like irony soiled everything. What a great, oh my God. It's good for my heart. Before morality was relativized away, before the movies began celebrating cop killers like Bonnie and Clyde. I remember when Bonnie, what year was that? When did Bonnie and Clyde come out? What? 67? So I was a kid, and I, I remember loathing it. I go, wait a minute. They're romanticizing killers? Thieves? Robbers? Rittenhouse is corny America. Apples. No, yes. Yeah, I guess so. They have a, oh, apple pies. There it is. Apple pies cooling on windowsills America. 4-H Club America. Booth Tarkington America. I looked up Booth Tarkington. Were you familiar with him? He yeah, he yeah. was he won two Pulitzer yeah, Prizes yeah, for novels in the major, 20s. Major novel. And I want to see the movie that was made and that was nominated for Academy Awards. For, for, I'm going to watch it. He, 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 that's right. Yeah. Magnificent what? Ambersons? Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, sure. It's Orson Welles, right. It, it was so, it's sort of like saying, uh, who's the great painter of America? Norman Rockwell. Yeah, Nor- Norman Rockwell. He, he was like a, a novelist version of Norman Rockwell. The America we've all long since been taught to laugh at. He's the young George Bailey of It's a Wonderful Life, saving his future war hero brother from drowning and saving Mr. Gower, the druggist, from prison because he knows the old man, distracted by personal tragedy, mistakenly put poison in somebody's medicine. Go ahead, laugh at him. For such a young man, being in Kenosha to protect property from rioters was a no-brainer. Before he was forced to kill two aggressive characters who tried to kill him, he was cleaning up graffiti. He shouldn't have been there? No, Ah, Bruce Bauer should be given an award for the next line. No, the rioters shouldn't have been there. Oh, God, is that precious. What do I tell you almost every day? The left lives in a morally inverted world. Good is bad and bad is good. This is not new. How long ago? About 2,500 years ago, the prophet Hosea said, Woe unto those who call good evil and evil good. That is the left in a nutshell. They shouldn't have been in Portland, in Seattle, in any of the many other cities where they wreaked havoc. 
Why do we accept unthinkingly that all those hooligans had a right to be there, but Rittenhouse didn't? Isn't that great? <laughs> it's such a great point. Why do we accept that he's the one on trial? He's the last one who should be on trial. Not only the rioters, but the politicians and media people who egged them on and whitewashed their depredations should be the legitimate targets of prosecution. If teenage Marines could be sent to restore order in Mogadishu, then a 17-year-old citizen in a city whose people have pretty much been left by their governor to fend for themselves has every right to try to keep the order in his own backyard. We should be angry not that he did what he did, but that dozens of others in Kenosha and its environs didn't do the same. Remember Nick Sandman? He was minding his own business outside the Lincoln Memorial on January 19, 2019, when he and his classmates from a Catholic school in Covington, Kentucky, were harassed by not one but two groups that the corporate media dare not criticize, black Hebrew Israelites and Native Americans, while a creepy old man screamed in his face. Sandman, then 16, stood there stoically, a model of preternaturally grown-up decency and restraint. But because he and his friends were wearing MAGA hats, another story was cooked up and sold to the public. So instead of being praised for his self-control, Sandman was cast as a white supremacist. Even his local bishop joined in the pile-on. In the end, Sandman was vindicated and won large settlements from several of the media organizations that he had lied about. Now the same media are doing much the same thing to Kyle Rittenhouse. Exactly. Reading to you, I'm Dennis Prager, a magnificent piece by Bruce Bauer on Kyle Rittenhouse. The same media that lied and lied and lied and smeared Nicholas Sandman, the Catholic kid from Kentucky in Washington, are doing the same thing to Kyle Rittenhouse. These are young men who once have been recognized by everybody as models of American youth. No more! Today's youth heroes, if you listen to the corporate media, are kids like gun control activist David Hogg and climate change scold Greta Thunberg. Neither of them has taken anywhere near the kind of risks that Rittenhouse took on that night in Kenosha. Neither has anything special to offer by way of insight or eloquence. In fact, they're both obnoxious, bratty mediocrities, but they champion causes of which the corporate media approves. And so Hogg got into Harvard despite lousy grades. Meanwhile, Greta can probably end up as Secretary General of the UN if she wants. In these twisted times, even the truly evil gangsters of MS-13 get a kinder word from our political leaders and media superstars than the likes of Kyle Rittenhouse. Remember that Remember that when Trump called MS-13 animals, which is an insult to animals, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi rebuked him, asserting that even MS-13 members were children of God? Has she said anything remotely as generous about Kyle Rittenhouse? whom millions of Democratic voters and MSM parrots 
hate far more than they ever hated MS-13. What a great point, too. Again, calling good evil and evil good. It's no coincidence that the two people Rittenhouse killed were human scum. He didn't go there to kill. They did. They were used to harming others. Anthony Huber, who was shot dead when he hit Rittenhouse with a skateboard, had a long rap sheet of domestic battery and other offenses, including assaults on his mother and his grandmother. Joseph Rosenbaum, who was shot when he tried to kill Rittenhouse and grab his gun, had been indicted on 11 counts of child molestation and spent several years in prison. There are three paragraphs left. The Bruce Bauer article is up at DennisPrager.com. Good is bad and bad is good. A society is immersed in that distortion. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.